videos, it's a chest stock episode. What is this, 54? I think it's 54. I'm probably wrong. Like that one time I was wrong. Because I was wrong that one episode. I was very adamant that I was right and I was wrong. So I'm not doing that ever again. This is a monumental moment where Cody admits that he's wrong. Eh, you know, it happens to everyone. I'm like a, I'm like a blue moon. Or like a Venus eclipse or something like that. Sounds like the beer. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, 54, sure. We already got Brittany. We got Eddie. He doesn't want to talk yet. Uh. Okay, <laughs> there, there he is. Um, this week, the score is 63 to 49 to 3. I've won three weeks in a row. Eddie, you're really, like, you know, sucking. What's up with that? Is this an interview? Well, yeah, you know, why are you sucking? Where's your chest mojo? I had chest mojo? Apparently 49 times, but not the last three. <laughs> <laughs> what color are you, Eddie? I'm electric purple. Okay, I'm s'mores. All right, cool. <laughs> well, Maybe you guys will find out where I got that color from. <laughs> yeah. So how have you been? Um, do you want to just jump right in and talk about what happened last night? <clears throat> what you did? Um, yeah, sure. That's a good thing to talk about. Oh, yeah, because we were going to talk about concerts. That was a big topic. Oh, yeah, that was a big topic. Forgot to talk about that. Play that backwards and you'll hear <laughs> You're going to hear Satan, like, <laughs> blasting in your ear. No, you'll just hear Satan babbling. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll talk about last night. So, um, well, a few nights ago, if you're listening to this now. As it aired, whatever, I don't know. It happened in the past. <laughs> it happened previously. It happened previously, and that's what counts. Um, I put on a little concert at my house called Acoustic Palooza, where I invite local acts to come over and play their songs in acoustic format. Will this be like the second biannual? Because you're going to do it twice a year, right? Three. I was going to do seasonally, but it gets cold in the winter here in Las Vegas. So. And then in the summer, it's too hot. Well, I'm going to do it in the summer. I, I, but I'm just going to probably push an hour later. Right, So yeah. it's more cooler in the evenings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was the second time I done it, and the first time I did it, we had about a crowd of like twenty or so people. Yeah, um, most friends, maybe, you know, maybe more. And it was in November, right? And yeah. It was the first time you've ever done it. So. Yeah, yeah. So and then we did it again this time, and uh, we had at least like forty-five people. By yeah, the end it, was, of the night. it was a pretty good turnout. Was very good pretty turnout, much yeah. the entirety of it. Like there was a couple of people that trickled in, but for the most part, like it started and there's people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm super happy about that. Yeah. <clears> so I played, and some of my friends played, and then I invited some other acts that. I just recently met that I thought would be a good fit, and yeah, everyone really Everyone did it. really good, and I'm excited to see what you get for the next round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know you already have some ideas, but it would be cool to see, like, what the final, like, lineup is. Yeah, I know I have some... It's cool, because I don't know. I, I like planning things, and I yeah. like putting things together. And it's good to, like, give other people, like, a like a less stressful, because I don't think it's a... I, I feel like it's a very, like, chill, nice environment. Well, that's what I want to promote, Yeah, everyone, you know, have good vibes, and I try to make yeah. sure I tend to everyone. I wish there were, like, four of me <laughs> yeah it'd be easier because i felt like i was running around the entire night last night and i was trying to tend to like everyone too including like some of my friends that showed up that i haven't seen in a while yeah but people should expect it yeah so yeah i think for the next one i'm gonna have at least two or three people dedicated to just help me out with things yeah um, that's uh, yeah I'll, I'll help out with that for sure yeah, but i thought it was just like it's cool to like get people like hey like you know you have some songs like here's a kind of stress-free way to like get out there and like get your feet wet like with 14 yeah. Like, he doesn't really, like, he's not... Well, I've been pushing him to do more shows. Yeah, exactly. So. But it's not, like, <clears throat> I can tell it's not something he's comfortable with, but he wants to get into. So, like, exactly, this is yeah. a, definitely a good way to, like, you know... It was the first time he played an original live. So yeah. So I was super happy about gets that. Gets his, like, um... Really just gets up... Yeah. It was a really good song. Every, he's, he's everyone great that song performed was actually singer. really good. Mm -hmm. So I was... Last time, everyone was really good, too. So oh, yeah, it yeah. Was, it's fun. I think, <laughs> jokingly, but I'm hoping... I want Lady Lamb to play my next one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to message her anyway just to see what she says. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> Who? Like, hey, if you're in Las Vegas, would you like to play a show for no money? Want to fly out? <laughs> yeah, want to fly out. My friend Brittany's tweet. Want to come over? Yeah, yeah. So we kind of know each other, so it's it's good. It's good vibes. We didn't meet her. We, we did meet her. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely um, didn't meet her. So you're going to do it again in the summer? Yeah, uh, late July, probably early August. Most likely late July, though. I want to do, like, every three or four months and then just skip the winter. All right, and then probably, like, the, the last one of the year will probably be, like... November. Early November. Yeah. Maybe October. Maybe October. So you just... Because they don't have to be Halloween-themed. <laughs> Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good, though. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I'm, I'm glad everyone had a good time. I'm really happy with all the performances mm -hmm. and people who came over and did art. 
and for all my friends and family to help me put it together. Mm-hmm. And it was just nice meeting a lot of new people too, making new friends. So that was, that was really cool. Do you want to talk about what you announced yesterday during your set? Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not um, editing this, so if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to put it in. That's all good. Uh, so I'm doing. I'm making an EP. <laughs> my first EP. <laughs> Chest talk exclusive. Yeah. Hear it here first. Well, unless you were at the show yesterday. <laughs> no, they don't listen to this. Hear it here first. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm going to be releasing an EP sometime soon within the next month or two. Um, it's almost done. And you would describe, how would you describe your music? Not good. Because <laughs> I'd say like acoustic-y, folky. It, yeah, I, I try to, I'm, well, I'm, I'm aiming towards folk, but yeah. I, so far from what people have told me, it does sound folk and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Cause so it, I think I'm doing something right. But you can definitely like um, your song Madeline. Like there's definitely like it's folky. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting that one on the EP, unfortunately. I think I might just make that a single. But yeah, it's so good. Thank yeah, you. It's, it's actually yeah. really good. Thanks. Like I just like how like it like kind of lulls you in. Like when you first performed at the Serenade, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like slow, and then it just out of nowhere, it just like slams you in the face. Oh, Very yeah. Mumford and Sunsy. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well. So you should definitely like post that somewhere. So like, oh yeah, I plan it. on it. I think I, I think when I finish the EP, because my buddy Angela Munji's helped me record it. I think when I finish the EP with him, um, I might go and find another recording uh, yeah. studio and record Madeline there, mm-hmm. and then uh, release that. So I want him to put it on vinyl. Yeah, just like very very limited, like maybe fifty copies in total. But I think just that'd, for be, that'd be so cool, wouldn't it? I'd buy it. See. Boom. This is supportive friends. Yeah. Just like five bucks. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Cody collects variants. So I told him that I'll I'll lick one and be like, this variant has been licked. <laughs> I'd pay ten dollars. During class today, because I'm a very studious um student. Of course. Yeah. I I saw a video of like this apparently this like record printing company. They post videos on YouTube of them just pressing various records and I saw them make like a splattered one. Oh, how they do it? Do they just like it? Um, so apparently records, like they're very like rubbery. It's a little kind of like a hockey puck to yeah. start with. Yeah. And they just have these like beads and they like put it in like bees bead racked beads. Bees. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> um, they just like, it looked like, um, dipping dots, like kind of stuff like that. Like they just mushed it around. Oh, so it was all, makes sense. That makes so sense. it was all spotted. And then they put it in this weird thing with like the outline of the record. It looked like I thought it was like a clear record sitting on it, but I guess that's just like the um like the holder. It was just like the press. Yeah. And so then they take it and they press it down and they smush it, and then the beads just kind of like get flattened and they like explode Spearing kind of. Yeah, yeah. And then they take it out and then there's like a film on the outside, and they have um just like a row of them and they put the record on and like this saw just like cuts off the like rubbery film and then you have a record. It was like a 40-second clip. It was really interesting to yeah, watch. That's, that seems like super complicated. I'm pretty sure they have an episode about that on how it's made. Yeah. They have to. I'll look at it up real quick. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, that's there all is, that it is? Well, since we're talking about records, I remember there was this uh, one um, variant from a Flaming Lips album. I think I'm going to talk about this before because mm-hmm. I just found it so bizarre and strange. But um, I guess the lead singer got some of his blood mm-hmm. and put it into the record. Mm-hmm. So it was like a liquid pressing. Which and, album? Uh, I don't know exactly. I know I just... Saw a Reddit comment talking about this. It's crazy. And, like, mm-hmm. on the packaging itself, too, it's like, you know, do not open, like, do not play, biohazard, like, warning, because it's, it's friggin' blood. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's so bizarre. So we're watching the clip. Oh, really that's bizarre. so strange. It looks like yeah. a cookie. <laughs> yeah, see? It's just, like, weird. And then, like, I thought that was the record, the clear mm-hmm. thing, but that's just... Is that a 45? Like, what are they doing? It's a 12-inch. Oh, that's going to become... Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. see. Splat. And it cuts and it comes back and then there's your record stuck to the top whoa yeah and then, like look there's like that extra stuff on the side yeah they cut it off like so like interesting and then do they r- put the grooves in right after I'm assuming the grooves are already there oh they what? do that with the grooves yeah in that's it? what the clear thing is like it presses it in see look oh. it's done so oh wow yeah so that clear thing that you see yeah like I guess we'll leave this in because it's it's really just like a 40 there's, second. there's a link to the video yeah, it's a 40 <laughs> second clip and there's no like dialogue so you don't you can just like <clears throat> while um, we're talking we're describing it, yeah. and it's just like this weird like clear it looks just like a record and then the puck thing goes on top of it and then they press it down and so during the pressing like it presses the, the record grooves. it puts the grooves into yeah the and so there must rubber. be one on the um bottom and one on the top where mm-hmm. it gets pressed and they can probably just like switch those out for the records and then that just puts the grooves in i wonder if that like i wonder what material they're using to like for that uh that pre-recorded uh like clear 
pressing. Um, like I wonder because like I would imagine like after so many pressings, it would maybe get worn out and maybe like probably. hinder the later records. Yeah, of the yeah, pressings. yeah. So they must have a few. Yeah, on standby. Well, I because some bands put out like test presses, and yeah. so I'm sure some that must have some part to do with it. Perhaps, yeah. Like because they want to test how like the, yeah the quality of like the so many is. copies and whatnot, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. just you know That's if true. it's gonna turn out good and like they have like it down. I guess right. is the best way to put it. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, like I saw that and I was like, it made me really interested in just like the process of making records and like... Two weeks later, Cody becomes <laughs> head of the factory of record presses. No, because just in my um, my habits of looking up like colored vinyl, there's... When you just search like colored vinyl in order to like look to buy some, yeah. there's multiple pages that are just like pressing plants. They're like, oh, get colored vinyl pressed from us. Like here are options and like what you can order for your, <laughs> you know, artist or whatever. So mm-hmm. you're in tech, by the way. But mm. uh, on the topic of the blood-filled Flaming Lips one... There's another liquid record coming there's soon. There's actually multiple, but yeah, this one. Yeah, but this one's interesting. Um, oh, I'm interested in it. <laughs> it's the... For... Apparently, Alien Day is a thing on April 26th. So strange. So that'll be... Wednesday. Alien Day. Yeah, when, this Wednesday. I had no idea this was a thing until now. <laughs> um, it's on Mondo Tees, and they have a bunch of stuff coming out. They have, like, sweaters. They have, like, a beanie. They have hats. Mm-hmm. They have, like, screen prints, like, really nice screen prints, like, original ones. From, like, any Alien movie? Yeah, just like, all the different, like... I think it's Aliens, like, the franchise of Alien. Like, yeah. just from that, not just, like, from the any, movie, yeah. mm-hmm. any Alien movie. <clears throat> I have the anthology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... So yeah, what they're doing for the Aliens, so that's the second Alien movie, the soundtrack, they're pressing it on clear, filled with xenomorph blood, but there's only 75 copies in the world, and do you remember how much it is? Over $200, right? $225 yeah, that's for a record. Worth it. Um, and <laughs> on Reddit, on the vinyl subreddit, people were not really thrilled about it like some people were like oh that's kind of cool but a, a lot of people apparently were like this is so gimmicky and kind of stupid because apparently like liquid filled records aren't good because the the water and like liquid whatever is inside of it like sloshing around can really distort the record because yeah. it'll throw the weight around yeah and so like you have to get it spinning for a little bit before you should let the needle drop so that way like the water is displaced and it's going to be where yeah. it should be while it's spinning it <laughs> seems like a nuisance. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. it's if you want to get one of those, it's, like, definitely it's cool. more. For, I think it's more for display, though. Yeah, yeah display. Like, yeah. Because Jack White did one yeah. for Record Store Day 2012. Mm. And apparently there's a Friday the 13th Ooh. record filled with blood. <laughs> yeah. Legit blood. blood. Uh, yeah, blood. But it looks pretty cool. Mm. It got pressed by some, I can't, I think it's, like, Max Down Records, something like that. Mm. And someone linked to the Discogs, and there's only two for sale. Oh, what? <laughs> A thousand dollars. Okay, because only only a hundred copies of those exist, because of just like how cost, it how costly it is for the pressing plant, and just like, it can really get messed up really fast. I bet. Yeah, and then the flaming lips, like we were talking about, like it's his actual blood. I yeah. think is it just like a couple? I would. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm sure it's not a lot of blood. Obviously, yeah. I think maybe like enough to do like, just like a squirt. No, like, literally a handful of records, like... Yeah, like, I, five or ten. Yeah. If that. And that's, like, four vials of blood. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> um, yeah, but in that discussion thread about the aliens, a lot of people on the subreddit apparently don't like Mondo records. Why is that? Just for the most part, they feel like they're super, like, kind of gimmicky, and just kind of, like, they're just to be, like, different. Not, like, to be, like, a good record, just to be, like... Ugh. Like, hey, this is from this movie. Yeah, like, hey, guys, I like movies, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, it just has a different artwork. Give us 40 bucks. Like, that was kind of the general consensus on that subreddit. Sure, yeah. But I don't know. I think Mondo Tees is cool, and, like, what they do is, like, unique and different, and, like, it's keeping vinyl and, like, the... It keeps people interested more. Yeah, like, it's the resurgence, like, going. Like, people are like, I really like that movie. Like, oh, it's on record. Like, hey, I can... I have... Three Mondo records, I think. Uh, oh, no, I have four. I have the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack um, from the 1920s, and then I have the Battletoads, and then mm-hmm. I have Mad Max. No, Battletoads is uh, something different. It's a uh, uh, i8 Pixels or something. Is it? Yeah, yeah, You're right, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. And then I so have... Two. So I have Mad Max, and then I have... I have another one. Oh, you got the Mad Max Jurassic, one? Jurassic Park, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think I just have one. 
We get the Back to the Future Part 2, remember? Oh, yeah, that's I, I have Part 1 and 2. Part 1 came in the mail the other day. Oh, you bought that one? Yeah. You just need three? Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> records. Uh. I just have the Raid soundtrack from Marvel Oh, I have the Raid too. <laughs> Sorry, I keep... So you, I don't know. I don't, I don't have all my... You sound, you sound worse than me because I at least know what I have. You have like, a list. <laughs> and you, you look at it a lot. You can. I don't look at it a lot. Just, you do look at it a lot. I edit it a lot. I edit it when I get records and it just keeps... Shut up. <laughs> He bought Stop it. every day. I got five new records in today. Yeah. Stop it. How much money do you put into records, by the way? Like, per week. Per week? I don't know. It per varies. Month. Per month? It, again, it varies. Because some months... Average. Month, average, yeah. I could, I, I'd say average, maybe like a hundred bucks. Because some months, it's like, oh, three bands that I like, they all release, like, new albums, and they're up for pre-order, and, like, other times... You bought three four-year strong <laughs> records in one day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it sold out in like an hour, so I'm glad I did you it. You know what's weird? They're still promoting it. They promoted it because they said, yes, we know they're sold out, but on our upcoming tour, we will have like limited number of them available. Mm. So they do have some still out in the wild. For sure. And they, you know, and they're promoting because like, they're like, wow, people really like this. So what's, probably... what's the one record you're, you're after currently? Man. Um, Under Oath's Define the Great Line because uh. that got pressed in black once. There's a bunch of Acacia Strains. Um, man, I was actually just thinking about this the other day because there are a couple that I'm like, I can never own you. There's just, <laughs> there's just a bunch that are, like, they get pressed once. Oh, a tray used lead sales and paper anchor. Mm. That got pressed once. I'm never going to get that. Dude. It got pressed on translucent red and it's just like, oh, all right, see ya. Because <laughs> I saw one for sale for like 200 bucks. I'm like, nah. Oh, my God. Oh, the uh, Devil's Prada Zombie EP. Oh, the other... The, it's, there's three variants, black, clear, and green. Yeah. And I haven't seen one go for less than $200. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice to have. Yeah. See, it's just, like, stuff like that. Like, it's super rare, and I really like the album. It's like, people get that, and they're like, I'm not letting anybody buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, stuff like that, it's just... Uh, no. I'm not... I can't justify a $200 record. Um, I just can't. <laughs> yeah, no, neither can I. <laughs> I can't really think of anything that I that's on the top of my list. I'm kind of just like, eh, right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did buy two first. My first two record purchases, like out, like physically buying them, in like over a few months, because I've been just getting them to the mail. But mm-hmm. I got Twenty One Pilots, Ode to Sleep, Pressed Unclear, and then I got the the Mind Sweep from Anna Shikari. But you mean I'm Vessel? You're right. Because I was listening to Ode to Sleep on the way here. I was like, I'm... It's the one with Ode to Sleep on. I'm looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) Vessel printed on clear. And then, uh, yeah, the Minesweep from Shikari. But it was only on black. I know. That's weird. Yeah. I I didn't even know it got pressed on black. So I assumed. Because, like, anytime I look for it, it's just in that one variant. Oh, that one variant? Like, the red one that you sent me a picture? It's it's a lilac with a blue and black spotter. Oh. It's it's purple. It's lilac. It's not red. Lilac. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you see it, let me know, because I want it. <laughs> it's, you can buy it on their merch now. I don't want to go online. That's the only way you're going to guaranteed get it. And that's, like, I wanted to bring that up. Like, I don't know. I feel like I need to, like, stop going to Zia, because I just, like, I just don't have... All, all the Zia record employees listening right now just like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's our best customer. It's just, like... Oh, I, yeah, I guess you can see the light like in it now. See, yeah. I, looked, I glanced at it, I was like, oh, red. No, yeah. Um... I just don't have good luck with like getting records that I don't, I don't have, have good luck ex- at all. The exact variant that I already have. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know. I might just stick to online records for a while. All right. Well, I need to take like a couple months <laughs> off of ZX. Yeah, like I'm just not finding either what I want or just what I want and don't already have. First world problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So what happens when you own so many records? I know, I know, I have a lot. (laughs) Well, hey man, that's good. Well, I don't want to bore Tyler anymore with our record talk. (laughs) He likes records, it's okay. (laughs) Hey Tyler. Um, (laughs) How you doing, buddy? Uh, (laughs) Let's move on to something else, yeah? Oh yeah, Uh concerts, that's music. (laughs) Yeah, um, so uh, we saw Enter Shikari. Yeah. And Hands Like Houses. Mm-hmm. And um, white noise was the opener. Well, there's a local, but we missed them. Uh, um, they were that was a good show. It was a really good show. White noise was they're okay. I never really listened to them, so I don't really have much to say. Like they were okay. They had a good energy. Yeah, they had a lot of good energy. So I can dig that. I dig that. 
And then Hands Like Houses, they were like spot oh, on, dude. Australian. Like, I didn't know they were Australian until that, mm-hmm. like they were playing. Like you leaned in, like Australian. Like, yeah. oh, what? And it was funny, like <laughs> for the first band, like they literally said, "Hey, we're from like Los Angeles." Like oh, the crowds yeah. there suck. And Eddie leans in, and he's like, "Hey, do you think these guys are British?" Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I seriously didn't like. I wasn't paying attention when they said we're from LA because I was like, when they were singing a song and like they're talking, I was like. The singer sounds like has like a British yeah. accent, like a like, hint of it. So I like leaned in the code, like, dude, like where are these guys from? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just and like, like I thought you were joking. It was like thirty not even thirty seconds ago, like they said they're from LA. I was like, What are you what are you talking about? It happens a lot. Check. Yeah. So I, I swear, dude, like I don't know. Oh yeah, they they sounded normal. They sounded like they were from California. I didn't hear the like, California. Yeah, anymore. well, they didn't sound British either. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We heard two different things yeah, that night. <laughs> so, um, Someone was drunk. Uh, no, you weren't. Nah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I didn't hear British people when they weren't British. But speaking of hearing British people, we were at the merch booth uh, looking at the Inner Shikari gear. And uh, it was for the... Yeah, yeah, we um we just saw this weird like tube thing, and me and you. It's were funny. Like, it's so I feel so dumb now because like, I know because there's a there's oh, yeah. so we were just looking at this tube thing, and we were just like, man, like, it looks look. like a soda can, but when you lift it up, it's like you can tell there's clothes in there, like some yeah, sort of fabric, so, something like light. It was in it, and like yeah. there was like a label on it, so like you could read it and stuff. And it said like Inishikari, like EST, and then mm-hmm. some date and whatnot. Yeah, me and Eddie were just like, man, like what 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 is it? What's in this? Like, we said that aloud. Yeah. yeah, and then just like in comes the singer from Inishikari. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's funny because like we we're like, "What is this?" and I just hear socks, <laughs> and I look up, and like Cody and I look up, and we see him, and we're like, "Oh, dude, that's that's rude." <laughs> he's just standing there with like a red solo cup, just like drinking, like looking around at people, and, and he's like, just like smiling. Yeah. He's like, yeah, socks, mate. <laughs> yeah. and, and we were like, "Oh," <laughs> and, I was like, and, like, and like Cody's like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" And then I know because I was like, I, "I need to like acknowledge I know who he is." I was like, "I can't wait to see you guys." Yeah, so we kind of like said that a few times to him and then we took pictures with him and mm-hmm. and we're like good luck man he's like oh cheers mate yeah He's he seemed very like you know just happy to be there and yeah just very, enjoying very the nice guy crowd. Yeah. and i think um it was the the <clears throat> good drummer who was behind the merch table i think oh was it him yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. oh yeah you're right you're right mm-hmm. and then like i think the bass is off to the side talking to some other people yeah yeah they're just, they just hanging out and just talking to the crowd yeah they put on a really good show like they, if you've never heard Aaron Shikari, I think we talked about it a while ago. But what's like, what are they classified as again? Like, I was trying to describe hardcore, electronic core, but post-art core is post-hard typically hard electronic core. They like with a little hint of be, dub. To be vague, it's just like post-art core because yeah. they have a lot of singing and then the occasional like screaming. Yeah, and then so, they have a lot of electronic stuff going on behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, a yeah. lot. They, the, they they mess around a lot with like dubstep slash dance like mm-hmm. stuff. So it's it's good. Yeah, EDM. Yeah, they're they're amazing. Yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah, there was a singer show. at one point during the show. He like got his keyboard, put it in the crowd, and then he jumped in the crowd and played the keyboard it, like, in the multiple crowd. times. Uh, he did it just that for that one song. Clearly, I thought he though. did it like a couple times. No, I remember like he made a big deal about it because he yeah. lifted it up and like. Phew. Yeah, and then like, that's when Ashley and I ran down there, and I was like, I got a snapshot of him doing it, and like people were going in circles around. It was cool. <laughs> it was it was legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good show. Good show. Then we got another show coming up tomorrow slash yesterday. Yeah, you weren't even going to go. You just happened to get lucky. Yeah, um, <laughs> at Record Store Day last week when I bought Britney here for whatever reason, I bought her a 7-inch for Foles. And as I was checking uh, out and like paying for my stuff, I so was like, hey, congratulations, you got a ticket to go see Foles this Sunday or next Sunday. And I was like... <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I just wanted to be like, I don't really listen to them. You texted, you texted that to me, and I was like, what? Yeah, I know. I was like, I guess like, I'm I just bought my ticket for $28 <laughs> last night. Mm-hmm. I was like, I guess I'm going for free. It's <laughs> like, whatever. Nope. Yeah. And I still don't really listen to it, but like, I'm like, whatever. Got a free ass ticket. Free ass ticket, bro. Free ass ticket. Got that bare ass ticket. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> too much so yeah more concerts and like I thought this was the year that I was finally going to stop going to concerts but I feel like I've been to more You're doing a really bad job I know <laughs> like I've been to more concerts like at this point in the year than I think I did last year in general I'm just like man I'm doing a lot I just you're going places man how do you feel about seeing Foles Britney have you ever seen them before no I have not how long have you listened to them um actually like 
eight months. Okay. Yeah. So like I was fairly new to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They came up on my Discover Weekly on Spotify and I was Shout like, I Spotify. like this. And then my friend Leo was like, They're really good. You should listen to them. I was very impressed. Was, yeah, and you so have the best show he'd ever been to when he saw them. So do you have all the records on vinyl or just the one? I just have the one oh, Holy okay. Fire. You like it? I listened to that album, album like four times in the past few days. It's really good. It's an amazing. What's album. your favorite? Is that it? That album? Yeah. That's your favorite album? Yeah. I haven't really like listened to any other album in full, but like when I listen to their discography, like on shuffle on Spotify, it's all good. Yeah, it's all really good. Yeah, yeah. They're, but uh, I'd rather listen to Holy Fire. They're yeah, indie, right? Like that's their genre. Uh, like indie, progressive alternative. Yeah. Like it's it's good. Like they very technical with they're, guitars. They like, on the they're on the radio. So. Yeah, they they have they use a lot of effects. Like there's a really, really good song called Inhaler, which mm. is like the song that introduces them. Isn't that like them. the song or whatever? Uh, it's one of their. I think their so, most popular song is My Number. Yeah, My Number it's, off it's the off of Holy dancing. Fire. It is. Yeah, yeah, These songs will all be in the link dump. Don't worry. Yeah, that's Wikipedia good. says indie rock, alternative rock, yeah. art rock, dance punk, math rock in their early days. I can hear the math. Yeah, yeah, you know, they yeah, remind yeah. me of Minus the Bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a good way to kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but this uh, concert's going to be at Brooklyn Bowl, mm-hmm. which is. It's a really good venue. It's Super good venue. We saw Brand New there. We saw a brand new Circus of Ice. We saw Under Oath there. And I saw Under Oath there. And, like, both times, like, the sound has been, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing is, like, too much. Like, you can hear everything pretty much spot <coughs> on. And it's it's a cool venue. And it's tight. They got cider, so I like it. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> You're in check, bro. I'm there. Yeah. You, you've been to... It's been like a year since I asked this question, but like, what's your favorite concert you've been to? Like, now you can jump in. Because I think we talked about this on episode six. I think that was our music podcast. You have a good memory. Yeah, you know. <laughs> when you actually pay attention and care. My favorite concert. <laughs> Do you want to jump in? Do you have a favorite? Because you didn't really start going to shows until, like, a couple of years ago, right? Like, it yeah. wasn't your thing? Yeah. My first concert I went to, I was in high school, and it was a concert with my dad and my family. We went to see George Strait. Oh, yo. Yeah. So I've seen George Strait, like, three Everyone's times. first concert is way better than mine. Mine was pretty good, yeah. Smash Mouth? Uh, okay. That's a pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good concert. No, I'm like, I'm not... I'm not Anyone with one, man. All-Star, man. <laughs> All-star. I remember when they played that song, I was like, this is the only song I know. <laughs> I was I was in like the fourth grade, right? Yeah. yeah, I think 2011 was my first concert not with my family. Mm. My first concert not with my family was, well, I was with my brother, but like not my parents. Yeah. Was um, extreme thing with Avenged Sevenfold, Hoobastank, Uba, uh, uh, Authority Zero, mm-hmm. and that's it. I think it doesn't matter. That's all I remember. <laughs> the bands yeah. don't matter anymore. Yeah. Um, so my first pair of boobies there. Nice. Yeah. I'm sure they were gross. And then immediately after, someone puked all over the ground. Oh, I thought you they puked all over the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the girl was on someone's shoulders, and then I look to my other way, like I look to my left, and someone's just throwing up. I was like, this is what concerts are like. <laughs> How Can, old were you? Uh, this was 2006 or seven. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like 13, 14? Sure. I was young. I was a little young. Math? I can't math. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my favorite concert ever, though, would probably have to be... Uh, has it changed since last time? Like, because you've been to a decent amount of shows since then, right? Like, since a year ago? Like, festivals and stuff? Yeah. Um, I mean, I I, I don't, can't remember exactly what I said last time, but I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. The, the tallest man on earth, like, the, in in, uh, in Park City. Oh, no, because that hadn't happened yet, so... Oh, yeah, that's yeah, so my favorite concert. What, 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 what did I say last time? Because <laughs> you remember so well. I don't even care about myself. I think so. it was Riot Fest. I think oh. it was Riot Fest. Blink-182 and all brand, brand new. Yeah, because you said it was just like a bunch of like really good bands that you're excited for. Yeah, I think... probably Riot Fest. But honestly, brand new in that setting was so perfect. Yeah. But no, Toss Under Yeah. <laughs> just because like my favorite and mm-hmm. like I was... I, front row. Front row, man. Like, that- how often can you say you saw your favorite band or artist front row? Like... I, I can say... Feet away from... Well, <laughs> well you met them. Yeah, so... <laughs> I got the I whole thing. Like, yeah, that's, that's good. What, what about you, favorite? Would it be... I don't know. TM. That's O-E. up there. I really liked when I saw Arcade Fire and Local Natives. That was a great show. Isn't that where you discovered Local Natives? No. Oh, okay. I, that went, I was, like, hesitant to go because, like, I really wanted to see Arcade Fire, but I knew it would be a big crowd. Yeah. And then when I found out Local Natives was opening, I was like, done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. But I actually think... 
geographer I saw them like a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. That was, oh, you went? They put on such a good show. And it was a really small show. venue. It right? was a small venue. It was mm-hmm. a really small show. It very wasn't intimate. anything yeah. very intimate. It wasn't anything crazy, which is very mm-hmm. my speed. And like mm-hmm. they came down off the stage right after they performed. They talked to everyone. Mm-hmm. They were just That's hanging amazing. around the bar. Uh, How would you describe them for the listeners? Like their genre? Yeah. Um, it's like indie electronic. What would you compare them to? Can you compare them to anything? Yeah, they're very, <laughs> they have a different sound than a lot of things I've heard. Um, it sounds like a lot of stuff you listen to. That's what I can say. But they do like different things. Cause like, yeah, yeah. Like, in the beginning there was only like three members and it was like, they have guitars, but they have a cello player and a bunch of like synths, mm-hmm. and that was like their primary sound. They've definitely become more like mm-hmm. mainstream and like mm-hmm. not in, like a. They become more mainstream more, sound where like they're more they're less alienating. There's where there's, there's more, instruments. There's more instruments <laughs> and it's less. Like, there are instruments present in this album. Yeah. yeah, but their first EP was incredible check. because it was just so good. Yes, <laughs> no, you can't do that because then you're in check. Oh, you're right, right. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'd say that show. Yeah. Cause, At least because it's so fresh in my mind. Yeah, and, like, it was, like, they were definitely, like, top five favorite band of yours, and it was just, like, so mm-hmm. close, and, like, you are right there. Yeah. I'd have to say that maybe, like... <laughs> I'd have to say maybe that, like, uh... Well, see, all right, that was... <laughs> that was special. And then I got That's introduced to Lady Lamb, too, so it was, like... Yes. It, it's It's... It's always such a good feeling leaving mm-hmm. a concert, not knowing the openers, and then going out and, like, I want to learn more about mm-hmm. this opener, because... Mm-hmm man that's definitely how the under the show was like because the opener there was i was like, gonna ask like was that your favorite concert <laughs> like no. no it's not okay. um, <laughs> like never really heard of the opener and i think they only had like maybe a thousand or so likes on facebook before mm-hmm. they went on this tour and it's just like an all instrumental band and like they were really good like you would think they'd be kind of like chill and like or whatever but but they weren't they were savage <laughs> even without like a vocalist like you can definitely just like feel the energy and like the emotion <clears throat> in the band like as they played like they mm-hmm. they really got into it like every single member of the band like without a front man like you don't really know who to focus on so it was easy to just like go through each member and be like seeing how they're reacting to the songs and what's playing and all of them seemed super into it so, mm-hmm. so it's, it's nice yeah it was just it was refreshing to see a band that I never heard of, but I like immediately like got into live. Yeah. I haven't researched them since then, but like if they came and like they were with another band, like I would definitely like go and like see them as well right. because they're worth seeing. <clears throat> How would you rate the Anna Shikari show? Would it be top uh, five, top ten? I would say, <coughs> oh, that's hard to say, dude. I've been to so many concerts yeah. in my life. <laughs> yeah, like, that's how it is for me and you, but then, like, Brittany, you've probably been, what, like, I 20 mean, shows? I mean, in recent memory. Not even 20. Yeah, I see. And then, do you count festivals as one show? Yeah. Okay, then, yeah, no. Not yeah. even 20. Hmm. I'm count now. Yeah, it's hard to say, like... Because I've been to... I Just, I, like, kind of, like, just, uh... What's it called? Um, Just kind of, like fire off some answers really quick like just things that come to mind first not no specific order except for Tallspan on Earth um, mm-hmm. like favorite concerts Tallspan on Earth <clears throat> Riot Fest The Killers Secret Show mm-hmm. is definitely up there for sure um, I would probably put the Andrew Shikari show up there because mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun like it was just good vibes it was a lot of fun uh, first time I saw it I remember um, I mean that's just a few just to name off the top of my head I mean yeah. Um, so many concerts. Yeah, like, Under Oath 1, Ender Shikari is definitely, like, top 10. The Warp Tour with Four Year Strong that we saw. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a fun one. My first Warp Tour, which was when it was downtown, that was a really good one. There was a lot of good bands mm-hmm. at that one, like, uh, D- Attack Attack is there, Dating Remember, Devil's Prada. <laughs> Ender Shikari was there. That's where I saw Ender Shikari the, yeah, for the yeah. first time. Dance Game and Dance was there. Um, not, maybe my first Extreme thing was pretty good. A lot of them have been, like, Meh, since then. Um, Who was that, the first extreme thing? I think I saw Amur. Attack Attack was there. You were there mm-hmm. for, you were with me when Attack Attack played. Census Fail played. Miss May I. Um, oh, yeah. I think The Word Alive also played. Ooh, I thought of another one. Rock and Rio. But oh, specifically, yeah. like, Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, Bruno Mars, dude. Like, he, I think. His Don't songs, believe me, just watch. Yeah, dude, because, like, that's when it first came out. And like he played like, his whole set, of it. he played his whole set, and like, just that song, yeah, <laughs> eight times. <laughs> and I was like, "We get it, we see you, like I, I believe you now." 
And then um, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran does a really good job. But when I saw him at um, blah, blah, blah. I almost said Taste of Chaos. Um, the... <laughs> what? Ed Sheeran at Taste of Chaos, like a metal oh festival. Okay. Actually, Taste of Chaos was one of my favorite shows because I saw Bullet for My Valentine like when they were like really, really in their That's, prime. Like Scream and Fire yeah, just came out. Yeah, I was about to say. And then a trade you lead paper, lead sales, lead sales paper, anchors, lead and paper sales and anchors. Like <laughs> online. Are we done talking more concerts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. I'm just making sure because um, I'll just talk about WoW. Get that out of the way. Do it this way. Have like a little variance in Do what we it. talk about this episode. Mm-hmm. Check. Uh, um, so yeah, hey, well, if I was a game, I'd play that. Or I used to. I, I'm on a break You do? Right now. Oh, I didn't know you... I'm on a break what right now. What is it? plays WoW? What? You already what? made that joke last time. Shut up. I know. I just want to make it again. <laughs> Back by popular demand. Uh, the joke no one asked for. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Brittany in a nutshell. <laughs> Jeez. Jokes and jokes and jokes and jokes. So and jokes they finally jokes. announced <laughs> the release date of the new expansion, um, Legion which everyone is apparently not happy with because it's not coming until August 30th, which for most people... And I just can't wait. <laughs> no, most people that are in college, that's the week college starts for them. Um, and so it's like... Is well, that where they're mad? Is that really why they're mad? Uh, that's not like the majority of people. Don't worry about it. Um, that is like a reason because a lot of college students play, but also since their last... Finish your story, please. Yeah, good. Alright, go ahead. I'm <laughs> we're uh we're hindering Cody's Jesus Christ. Passionate talk about wow. I just got my phone confiscated. Cody just confiscated Brittany's phone. Needs it. Yes, um, so he's about to confiscate my phone. What's been going on with WoW the past like few expansions is like they put out like one final like patch or like an update with like new content and stuff, and then they don't do anything for like a year. Sounds like my life. <laughs> what? Um, so, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, like the last expansion, they went 13 months without putting anything new in the game. And when they came out with this most recent expansion, like, don't worry guys, like it's not going to happen again. Like we're really going to start focusing on getting content out, like expansions yearly. Right. And the last patch they put out with content, by the time the expansion comes out, it'll be like a week longer from like the last expansion and the last patch. So, like, the last expansion between the last expansion and the patch, it was, like, 13 months and, like, three days, I think. And this one's going to be 13 months and 10 days. So, people are, like, so we get a terrible expansion because this expansion has been regarded as a failure. And on top of that, like, you lied about, like, giving us content at a quicker pace. So, people are, like, what is Blizzard doing? And the whole, like, legacy server thing that just happened. So, it's, like... People aren't happy. <laughs> Just a lot of bad timing on their part. Yeah, and then and the movie's coming out, and people are really like iffy, like yeah. the, the trailers and stuff. Like the most recent trailer that came out because they released the second one. Yeah, it was like dubstep music over it, and people were like, well, "What's with this music? Like, this isn't Warcraft. Like, this is very actiony, but that's not Warcraft." <laughs> that's so funny. It reminds me of uh, did it's so funny because like uh, the start the new Star Trek movie. Yeah. Uh, did you see the trailer for it? I haven't seen any of those movies. So I don't really care. So you didn't see the trailer for it. So the trailer dropped like a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't heard anything about it since, mm-hmm. which is weird. But uh, when it dropped, they played, um, I think, Sabotage by the Beastie Boys in the trailer. And like Star Trek, Beastie Boys, like, hey, you know, both That's... separately are great things. But together, it's just like, it was really weird. Because like I was watching the trailer, That's... I was like, this doesn't feel right. Because <laughs> Star feels... Trek... Sabotage makes it seem like a like action packed like heisty like exactly. cut to cut to cut trailer, but exactly. this is like Star Trek is like it's kind of actiony, but it's more about. Like, I mean, the there's story. action in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's like I, a boring I think movie. it's just the it was just the wrong music to play. Yeah, yeah, because now it just makes it gives me all, gives all this vibe like okay, they, I don't think they're taking it seriously anymore. That's yeah. that's yeah. exactly what Warcraft. They're, they're like, yeah. do they even know what this movie is? Because exactly, like yeah. this the scores that Blizzard makes for their games, it's like amazing like they fit the theme and like the music perfectly so people were like what is this like yeah that would they couldn't scared. just throw together like a minute long clip of just like awesome it's like seeing music. the trailer for the new jurassic world that's coming out and it's like dubstep music on that yeah, yeah, yeah or like the ghostbusters trailer that stupid remix of the ghostbusters theme like with the piano with like the dubstep thing oh oh yeah it's yeah right. like i was man. like the piano i didn't mind but okay yeah yeah exactly <laughs> man what's up with trailers we're like 
seen like a trend. I've never been a, like I, until recently. I've ne- I have not been a fan of trailers, just like at all. I'm so over trailers, dude. I'm so over it too. Like I'm like I was talking to my brother about this today because like we were talking again about Batman vs Superman and just how much we're like ah like we're trying to find some glistens in it, but like it can't. And uh, we're just talking about how like well Civil War looks great, you know. But, <laughs> and, and, but uh, that's gonna be the biggest market for Civil War is how bad uh, Batman vs Superman. I saw did. Batman vs Superman. <laughs> Watch that taste that with some civil war. Yeah. At least we're not Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. My dad wanted to see, like, a movie this weekend, and I saw what's playing, and I was like, oh, man, Batman vs. Superman. Like, that's kind of, like, the only good movie that's still playing. He was like, oh, wait, Deadpool's still playing. Yeah. I'd rather <laughs> see that twice than see Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, but, like, no, Civil War, like, they just started releasing some TV spots, and TV spots reveal tend to reveal a lot. So, I'm, I, I was telling my brother, I was like, yeah, I'm already avoiding trailers. I'm like, it shouldn't have to be that way. Yeah. Like, we shouldn't have to avoid trailers. It's the fact that it's just, like... It, it, watching a trailer now is like going to hang out with a friend who's seen the movie already mm-hmm. and has a really bad They're telling Tennessee. you all the good It has, has a bad it's way. It's like reading the New York Post review. Of sure, movie. yeah. It's like they're really bad at keeping secrets, yeah. you Because know? I didn't watch. So you have to like go up to them and be like, hey, like mm-hmm. I can't hang out for long. I got to go. Because <laughs> I didn't watch the second trailer for Civil War because I knew it's um your move. Okay. I didn't want to watch the second trailer for Civil War because I knew there was going to be more plot in it. And, like, immediately, like, maybe an hour later, like, I saw, like, the gif of Spider-Man in the trailer, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. like, that's so stupid. I didn't want that to be, like, ruined, because I wanted it to be, like, in the movie for me. Yeah, yeah. And then, it's like, I was talking to my dad about it. It's like, I don't want to watch trailers for stuff that I already want to see, because the trailer is meant to draw you into the movie. So why am I going to watch this second Game of Thrones trailer if I'm already going to watch the season of Game of Thrones? Why am I going to watch more Civil War trailers, because... I already want to see it. It should just be a quick 30-second clip of just, like, you know... But it's... Boom. You know... Like, either the marketing soul. studios don't have faith in it, or they just think, like, people are stupid enough to not want to that's, see it. It's so bad. Like, that's a bad quality to have. But the movies make, like, insane amount of money, so why are they going to stop? Exactly. Like, Especially if it's a sequel or a reboot. You, you make a sequel or a reboot, they will come. Like... That's, that's exactly what I felt with, like, Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's the third movie, it's the last movie of the trilogy, you can just put up, like, just the Batman symbol and be like, Rises, and like, that's it. That's it. People are gonna see it. They're gonna go and they're gonna watch the movie. They know. Yeah. Or do the thing, like, with, uh, or, you know, like, some trailers, like, uh, like, leave, like, an encrypted message or something like that, and, Mm -hmm. like, have fans just go out and try to make something of it, you know? Yeah. Because that's always fun, too, you know? When, uh, Cloverfield came out. I was gonna read that up, like, it was just, like, the... Statue of Liberty head rolling yeah. down the street, and, and then that, that was, was it. it. And it didn't even put the that Cloverfield was, title exactly. in it. Yeah. It was just like... People had to find that out on their what, own. What was that? <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. Man, that, hate, that's all they needed. I hate trailers. Yeah. I think Hollywood is threatened by, on, like, online media. That's eh. why. They're, they're, they, it's not that they don't have faith in their products. They just don't have faith in their fans anymore. What What is online media going to do, though? Like, what, what about online media is threatening Hollywood? I mean, have you watched any Emmys in the last couple of years? And most no. of the nominations are Netflix shows. No. Um, but hey. what does that have to do with the trailers, <clears throat> though? I think they're scared, and they're like, we well, need to put out as much content as possible so people will come watch our movies. Yeah. I feel like that's just the opposite, though. I think they, like, since most movies that are coming out over the last few years are, like, superhero movies. Yeah, we're in the dawn of the comic book movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... They're trying to emphasize how much better it is to see these movies in theaters rather than like torrenting how them. Epic and awesome it'll be. Like, yeah, or waiting until they come out on DVD. Or mm. if the, if that, is that still a thing? I don't know. They want you to DVD. come see it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, because they want to emphasize. They're like, look at all these really cool scenes that are only going to look good. Yeah. On a big screen. Like the whole Avatar gimmick, like <laughs> real 3D for the first time ever. <laughs> um, let's talk about Xbox. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So recently, Xbox uh, just announced. Well, Microsoft announced. Microsoft Xbox announced. is in the company. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> you you tell it then. If if I don't do it, Tyler's going to complain because he's the one listener. He's not going to complain. He doesn't care. Um, he's probably listening. So Microsoft, they announced that they're going to stop manufacturing Xbox 360 consoles. What? Like. You're not going to be able to find those new anymore. Well, they're just for, not making them anymore. You probably for a couple months you'll still find them new, but like yeah, this is once they're, they're gone, like they're gone, they're off the shelves. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very it's like a crazy like landmark moment because the 360 I feel like definitely put gaming into like 
the mass media. I could put it like everywhere. During, Everyone had a 360. During that era, like that was my favorite system. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really kind of boosted Halo to where it is mm-hmm. now. It spawned Gears of War. Yeah, Gears of War. Um, so I, I pulled a little thing from the article, actually, that I thought was really interesting. But like, uh, and I quote too, like, and the console became a beloved gaming and inter- entertainment hub with over 78 billion gaming hours played, mm-hmm. nearly 486 billion gamer score mm-hmm. on 27 billion achievements and over 25 billion hours spent in apps over its lifetime. Yeah, and I like that they bring up achievements because I feel like that's definitely what brought the 360 to the status that it was. So, yeah, that's what it was, it was so a, playable. Like. It was the first console to really do achievements because when PS3 launched and it launched like a year later, mm-hmm. it didn't launch with trophies. It took them, I think, a couple months, if not like a year, to introduce trophies. And by then, like, people were already into achievements. Oh, yeah. And like then you could start seeing like everything like, wow, they started implementing achievements in, I think, 2007. Mm-hmm. So a couple years after, they're like, man, like people really like achievements. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what gets people to keep playing mm-hmm. and play longer because they want achievements and like they're going to buy games they normally want to buy because they want to boost their achievement score. Everybody likes a challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember playing It's funny cuz like <laughs> achievements um my first like running with achievements it wasn't through Xbox, it was actually a uh, PlayStation 2. Um I know they didn't have like that as a set platform for like all games. But, like, one game in particular, Ratchet & Clank, like, I loved that game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they probably had, like, in-game achievements. Yeah, they like, called it skill points. Yeah, yeah, And when I started playing Xbox, and I started hearing about achievements, like, unlocking things by accident, I was like, oh, this was, like, the Ratchet & Clank game. And, like, I remember I pretty much got them all, and it took me months and months and months. So, like, mm-hmm. when I got Bioshock for the Xbox uh, 360, dude, I went crazy. I tried to get as much as I could. I think that's why it's, such, like, it's one of my favorite games, because I played it so much, and it was just so fun, and, like, it, it made me realize, like, did you 100% it? Hell no. Okay. I came eh, pretty close. I don't think I ever 100% of the 360. I've, my coworker has, like, and it's which is nuts. Like, multiple times. Like, yeah. he's yeah. he's a gamer, you know? Yeah, like, on the Rooster Teeth Achievement Hunter. Like, that's where, why their company exists, because they were, like, making achievement guides to get achievements. Yeah, and, like, yeah. it was such a thing. And, like, they... It just spawns so many different yeah. mediums. You like, know? they 100% games, like, constantly. Like, it's... It's like it's their job or whatever. It, it literally is their job <laughs> to finish this game. Yeah, I, I've never 100% of a game. Because like, a lot of the games I played, like half of it would be like single player, then the other half would be like multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And I never had Xbox Live. I was like, well, why even try? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brittany doesn't play games. I mean, yeah. I think it's interesting just considering when the Xbox One was announced, they got such huge backlash. Yeah. And then they're like gonna stop producing like their most profitable you know system. the the xbox one definitely made improvements before it got launched that's what i heard yeah but they like, they backpedaled like, people were definitely oh like, it was gonna be I terrible was staying with my xbox 360 yeah it was gonna be terrible mm-hmm. when it was announced but they they made improvements yeah. Yeah. it's just unfortunate because it's like sentimental value to everyone it, yeah. the console's been out for 11 years at this point so it's crazy yeah. that's it's how fun. i felt when playstation 2 was and that that was out for I think like fourteen or fifteen yeah. years before they finally cut the plug. Mm-hmm. That was my sister. Um, did uh? No, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm giving up. <clears throat> oh, you Yeah, sorry, I thought. Already. Oh, okay. Did Eddie win? Finally. Good game. You're finally fifty years old. Where's your cake? Oh, <laughs> where's my cake? Where's your celebratory moment? I'm fifty years old. Wow, fifty games. Wow. I never thought I'd. We have 50 games of chess. We're almost at 120 games in total. Good lord. When will it stop? Three more games and we're at 120. <laughs> <laughs> we're old. <laughs> I was scrolling through my Instagram, feeling nostalgic, and like I found the picture of us playing chess for mm-hmm. the first time. Do you want to guess how many weeks ago that was, since that's how Instagram t- tells time? Well, no, they do like the actual date now. Oh, I must not have updated it. It was um, April like 13th, 2000. Um, 13. No, it was March. It was end of March. It was 156 weeks ago. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> three years. <laughs> Literally three years. Really? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Because hmm. 52 times 3 is a lot. That's 156. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... that's... <laughs> Well, while Cody's looking for our first chess game, um, last little nugget of uh, information. What'd you say? Nugget. <laughs> okay. April 28th, 
2013. So, oh, three anniversaries coming up. Oh, dude, it's crazy. That's uh, five yeah, days yeah. from now. Whoa. Oh, we have to we have to record on that day. Okay, sure. That's a Thursday. You're gonna make that work. <laughs> That's on you. You said it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> Three year anniversary. All oh, tight. Tight, 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 tight. Chess talk. <laughs> three year. Three year old baby. We're in our terrible old threes. We put anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's the wedding anniversary <laughs> gift for year three? What gift did you get me, Cody? I have no idea. Because isn't so at six p.m. I think it's year five is wood or something. I only know that because of Gone Girl. I think I think it's... Oh, I got to take a picture. I'm straight up. Yeah, because um, they haven't done it so long. And I was like, what do I do? <laughs> Who's the, when's the guy coming and take a picture for me? Third is leather. Ooh, you fancy a whip? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Wow. All right, well, this is the day I quit. Not going to make it to three years, guys. Divorce. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about uh, the new movie coming out, or the new movie they're going to start filming. They just <laughs> announced it. It is coming out, <laughs> eventually. I'm too excited. It could still get canceled. <laughs> I have hope. <laughs> Jumanji 2. <laughs> starring The Rock Dwayne Johnson well we don't know if it's starring but he's a part of it because he announced it on his Instagram starring come Rock on I, Dwayne Johnson. I can only hope that it's starring Johnson him. The Rock Dwayne but yeah he announced on an Instagram post that Jumanji 2 is happening and filming starts this fall you know I went on the IMDB page IMDB <laughs> <laughs> I went on the BBD page page <laughs> I went on the IMDB page and guess who's rumored to be in it alongside him CGI Robin Williams. Yeah, I was going to say Robin Williams. Like the Coachella version of Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, we love you. <laughs> oh, I just got a little sad. Uh, Alan Rickman. No, Kevin Hart. Oh, what? Stop naming dead people. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Probably just because he's friends with The Rock. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to see this. I don't. Yeah. Not interested at all. I don't know. I mean, I love Jumanji. I do too. I, I love David Allen Greer. <laughs> yep. But. I do not. And I love this. The Rock, too, but, like, Mm-mm. it's just, like, the vibe I'm getting from it now. It's just, like. Hopefully, it's not a, another Ghostbusters. But you know what? It's I can't say. <laughs> I put the Jumanji. <laughs> the Jumanji. The, the, the definitive. Dwayne the Jumanji Johnson. Johnson. Anyways, uh, Jake Caston is directing it. He, you might know him from such films as uh, Walk Hard, the Sex Jackson. Tape. Bad T-shirt. Oh, God. Orange County. So okay. okay, that's a good movie, but it's very raunchy for what was originally a kid's movie. Um, and then he directed five episodes of Freaks and Geeks. Oh, jeez. Cash cow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have much to say about it because there's not much to go off of. But yeah, I, I don't want to judge it too hard right now. But yeah. It exists. <clears throat> it's a thing. So, yeah, I guess we'll end on that. Cool. All right. Well, um, thank you for joining us this week. Check us out. Tune in next week. Cody and I are going to record this on our three-year anniversary of playing chess. Get ready for a leathery episode.